guys, welcome back for another Thursday of Raising Serotonin. It is the last Thursday of March. What the heck? April is on Saturday. That's also April Fool's Day and is also my mother's birthday. But we love this because it's spring and I'm like officially spring and I am so freaking thankful that we are out of winter. I do know that allergies are going to be insanity, at least in Philly, because we had such a mild winter here and it only snowed about once or twice and it wasn't anything crazy. So I do need to find some holistic allergy things. I know there's like the bees keeper spray for like immunity. I did. I do know about that one and get that like anywhere at Target too. Um, but I'll share those with you guys when I do figure those out because I I don't know about any of you, but allergies literally murder me. I, I can't breathe. My eyes burn and itch and it's just actually the worst feeling ever. And they're watering right now, just talking even about it. And so, I, yeah, I'm going to get to work on that. I love, quick story. When I was a kid, my mom doesn't remember this. And like, I remember it so vividly because like it happened to me, but as a kid, I used to get like horrific allergies. So this has been a thing like my entire life. And in elementary school, I used to have to go to the library during like the springtime when the pollen was so bad. I never could go like out to recess because anytime that I would go out to recess, my eyes would blow up. They would get so red. Like my mom remembers that part of my allergies, but doesn't remember me like not being able to go outside. But yeah, like I would step outside and my eyes would blow up red. They were so itchy. They would tear all day long. It was the worst thing ever. So and even now, and allergies are, they've gotten better. Like, apparently, you, like, grow out of certain things, so I definitely don't have that anymore, but like I said, like, my eyes get really itchy, and, like, I can't breathe sometimes, so those are just th some things I gotta work on, but we'll get to that. Allergies are a part of our health, so just figuring out what works best for you is going to be key for that, and I'm glad that I can be a part of that for some of you as your coach. It just makes me all warm inside. It's like my favorite thing ever, really. But anyway, on this week of Racing Serotonin, we are talking about one of my favorite parts of a self-love journey, and that is movement. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that every single time that I move my body, I use the hashtag MoveThatBody. And I started this hashtag on January 10th of 2021. I went back in my Instagram archives and got the date. And ever since then, at least 99% of the time uh, when I'm about to move my body, I use that hashtag. And the reason that I did start that was one to stay accountable for sure. Like every single time that like I go, I'm like, okay, I have to put this on my Instagram, like move that body. It just helps me stay accountable. But the main, main reason is to help motivate you or someone else to simply just move your body that day. No matter what the movement is, I just want you to move. May that be yoga, walking, running, weightlifting, cycling, boxing, Pilates, you name it. If you're moving your body for at least 30 minutes, I am thrilled. I am pumped. I am your biggest cheerleader. The body loves you so, so much. So you need to give your body that same love back. Like, I don't know why this never crossed my mind. I thought like I could just, my body would just, it does take care of itself, but you have to do some of the work. I mean, like probably a lot of the work, really, realistically. 
but I want to talk about the difference between being motivated and being consistent. And at this point in my journey, and we can never compare like your day one to my two years in or your two years into my day one. We're never doing that here. But at this point, moving my body at home with my home workouts I've just never been more accountable and I've never had the results that I have. And if you do know the story, I now have a hate relationship with the gym atmosphere and just the idea of quote unquote going to the gym for so long. And I'm talking about like since I was 16 and allowed to go to LA Fitness with my dad, I was going to the gym. Like that's what my family did. My parents were just gym goers and I would just go with my dad. And I obviously wasn't like super consistent back then, but I did go on the weekends and I remember just doing a bunch of random things. And I know I really didn't gain anything from it because one, I treated my body like absolute booty hole and I ate like absolute booty hole, like way horrible, like so crazy that I even ate like that looking back on that now. But You only know what you know at the time. So fast forward to 2017 when I developed the horrific obsession with running like my like that was not good for me. Like if you love to run, that's completely different. But and my obsession with the gym, my idea about the gym was that it equaled health and it was okay to be able to run that far and run that much for my size and for what I was eating it was just, it was like, I was okay because it was, I was at the gym. So it's fine. I'm healthy. It's everything's fine. That was my mentality. And I had to be okay with it at the time because that's all I knew. And I understand that you may love the gym and that's perfectly fine. But what is not fine is that your mindset is solely being that the gym equals health because that's not true. And health is way, way more than just solely moving your body and quote unquote, going to the gym. Moving your body is a huge part of your health, but it is not the sole answer. There are so many pieces to health and not to overwhelm you, but there are multiple pieces that add up to you being a happy, healthy human. And like I said, moving your body is just a part of it. Like that's health is the umbrella and everything is under it, you know? One of my goals as a coach is to preach the importance of movement for happiness. And there is a study from 1999, I think, and I can link, link it for you in the show notes, but it was done and it proved that motor activity, so movement, fires off your serotonin neurons which in result increases the release and the production of serotonin. So that literally means that it's scientifically proven that movement means you can create happiness. So it is something that you have a little bit control over of your journey and you can move your body to help you gain so much more than just if you are trying to gain weight or if you are trying to lose weight. It doesn't necessarily have to be so much about that. It's about the connection that you have with your body, the the inside counts. We know this, like the way that you feel, the mind-body connection of movement is one of the most amazing feelings ever. You feel yourself growing and getting better and getting stronger and happier and you can feel what's working and what's not working for you once you actually take the steps to do those things and have the movement that means the most to you. And of course, we always, always, always listen to our bodies and that is 
key. That's number one. And we don't overdo it. Like 30 to 45 minutes is perfect. If you want to work out for an hour, I know people that work out for an hour and that's great. And I'm not going to stop you from doing that. But like 30 to 45 minutes is just the sweet spot for me. So that's what I'm going to go with. Of course, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a like the PT. I'm not a personal trainer. So I'm just a certified holistic health coach. So this is what works for me. And I am happy to share the resources and the tools that I use if you are interested in them. But please do your own research. Please talk to your doctors and your professional people that are working with you on your journey. But moving for 30 to 45 minutes is the sweet spot for me. And I at least try to move my body five days a week. And if I can, I do it. And if I don't, I am not trying to force it anymore. Before, it used to be this whole thing like, oh, I have to work out. I have to work out. I got to work out today. And like now, like I try not even to work out like on the weekends. Like I try to make my workouts like Monday through Friday because that's when I am doing my work. And on the weekends, I take walks. I walk Rocco a bunch. I am just outside. I'm doing other things. And I can take the rest on those two days. Those are my big things. And that used to not be a thing before. But even if you are like, oh, I can't do five days, do three, do four, do two, do one. Make yourself feel good and find what's doable for you because it is always at the end of the day your journey. And if you need some small ways to start, let's first, let's acknowledge that we want to start small. Like I am clapping for you because I am ecstatic that you want to do this part of your journey. Some small ways can be like parking farther away from the store or like your work building so you can get some extra steps in, maybe doing five squats or 10 squats before you get in the shower, jumping jacks if you want to, taking the stairs versus the elevator. Those are just small things that you can do to over time to build up your stamina to be able to to walk longer, to lift more, to be able to breathe better, to be able to just do more in general. We all have to start somewhere and that's nothing to be ashamed about ever. And I also have seen recently people are like, oh, like I fell off the wagon and I'm like restarting my journey. Like it's never a restarting your journey. It's just a continuation. Like you are constantly growing. And if you have a period of time where you had to stop and you had to readjust your life, like that's okay. Like that's, that's a part of the journey. Like you went through things during that time. You you grew, you learned during those certain things. So let's just continue it. Let's never like regret anything. Like we're always growing and trying to be the best version of ourselves. So that's that's the point here. Like we are constantly growing. Asking for help is one of the best things that you can possibly do for yourself, in my opinion. It saved my life. Asking for help, like telling my mom, hey, I am not okay. I'm scared. Like, please help me. Like, if you like, if you do that, that's huge. Like, that is a huge step in your journey. So never be ashamed to ask for help. Always reach out to whoever you feel is the safest person to you. It doesn't have to be a parent. It doesn't have to be anyone in your family. It doesn't have to be a friend. It could be a medical professional. It could be a coach. It could be anyone that you feel safe around that you want to start something or you need help, do it. There's That person will be so glad that you are ready to take a next step or so happy that you came to them. It, it can really make a huge difference in your life. And 
no one is ever going to put this amount of pressure on you if they care about you. So everything is in your best interest because it is your journey. And I never thought that before. I always thought it was about everything else and everyone else. But when you do the mindset work, when you do the movement, when you do the self-love, self-care, when you dive deep into all of these things, again, one day at a time, it grows in you and you feel so, so good. And I'm so excited that I get to be able to invite you to join my April 1% Better Daily Club Mentorship. And I talked about it a few weeks ago in my last episode, and it's a mentorship that I'm running to guide you on your self-love journey by getting 1% better every day. Instead of trying to figure it out all all at once or everything at one time, that's too overwhelming, and I'm just trying to get 1% better too. So it's not like I am any bit farther along than you are. We're all just trying to grow. We are all like-minded people. And I like to focus on something called habit stacking, which means we can focus on one thing each week of the month and then you add it on the following week. Four weeks at the end of the month, you, or March is five, but like four weeks at the end of the month that you find you can have four new habits that you are continuously learning and growing on. We grow every single day. We learn something every single day. We learn the good and the bad and the ugly and the pretty and that is all that matters. I just keep saying that because like with that being said, like we're going to focus on our habits, our mindset, our nutrition, movement, of course, self-love, self-care. I'm going to try to keep you accountable. And of course, I am your support system. I am your cheerleader. I am here to help you feel your best self. It's why I do what I do. It makes, it fuels me to help you feel great. And I hope this episode encourages you to go move your body today, even if it's a 10 minute walk or just some light stretching, or even if you're like, oh, I'm going to go do a whole yoga class or a whole Pilates class or lift some weights. Like you will feel better. Your serotonin will raise and it's the inside that really, really counts. And that's what we are going to continue on. And I am so excited just to take on another month and do this with you. I hope you know how loved you are and I love you. So I will talk to you guys soon. Bye guys.